my god. It was $10. Wait, what does it say on it? Sea ice, uh, and that's all it says. No, actually, okay, vodka with natural flavor. I'm shocked at what that flavor could be. Vodka is disgusting, <laughs> just no matter what. Yeah. Uh, do, Trevor, do you remember the time that... Was it you or was it Kevin that was super drunk and Chris was bringing them glasses of water, but it was just oh, vodka? God. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. And, that was uh, uh, that was Kevin. Yeah. That was not me. And he was so drunk that he couldn't taste it anymore. He was just like, uh, oh, thank you, for, yeah. thank you, my brother, for bringing me... Revitalizing uh, you know that trick you play on really drunk people to get them to drink water where you're like this is just vodka and they drink it right he did that the other way and tried to kill his brother we were we were uh, not happy with him yeah because he didn't tell any of the rest I, of us either he was just like yeah i'm gonna go have another right. glass of water i i was once at a party and i got like just way way too high and people were like I got a Xanax. You want a Xanax? And I was like, No, no drugs. <laughs> and and then they're they like, Let's just get you a bottle of water. You'll be fine. You just sort of wait it out, and everything is going to be fine. So I get a bottle. Somebody gets me a bottle of water. I crack it, and I start to drink it. And one of them's like, No, 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 that's vodka. And despite the fact that it was like in my mouth, that I was holding it in my mouth, I was just staring at him like, What do you mean it's vodka? <laughs> For like a good five to ten minutes, I just refused uh. to swallow it because I couldn't figure out whether or not it was vodka or water. <laughs> oh, God. I can't remember the last time I was drunk like that. I don't know if I could do it again. I feel like now, because I'm not like going to parties and drinking, where it's just like, right. I'm drinking a beer yeah. and not realizing it, and I'm getting another beer because it's empty. And like all of a sudden, oh, man, I've had five beers. It's like, I'm going to get beer that tastes good, and I'm going to drink it over the course of my meal. Like, yeah. even if I do that enough times that I start to be buzzed or whatever, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I think I'm starting to get a little bit uh, tipsy. I'm not just like, keep going. <laughs> That's what I want for my night. I <laughs> yeah. just want to, like, right. <clears throat> for, forget where my house keys are. <laughs> While you're inside right. the house. Guys, I can't find my keys. <laughs> Where are my keys? Where are you going? <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, Trevor, should yeah. you, you want to launch it off? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could do that. Um, this is the Never Games. Guys, this is the Never Games. So humble about his craft. Yeah, you know. Well, you know, I am, I am Trevor. I am the CEO of Stickerbox Studios, and I like to have peanut. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, Trevor. What are you going to say I, there? I said, I, I meant to say, I like to have. Sorry, I'm really hungover. Um, <laughs> Let's just leave it at I that. Like, Trevor I likes like to, to have. have pineapple on my pizza. Pineapple on your pizza? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm going to go ahead and agree with you. My name is Connor Provost. Uh, I also love pineapple on pizza. My favorite pizza is pineapple and black olive. Ooh. Gross. It's the best one. It's sweet and salty, man. It's the best. Okay. Nah, olives are so terrible. Olives are, <laughs> olives are great. They're the worst Healthy thing. fats. Healthy fats. Uh, my name is Tom <laughs> O'Brien, and I recently escaped from a box under Connor's bed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And my name is Noel McGinnis, Captain of the Blue Team, and we have a yet another special episode of the Never Games where we talk about the latest and greatest in brand management and HR tools to make your business stronger from the ground up. 
I'm just kidding, guys. We're going to play games. Oh, yeah, guys. Guys. Some games. I was not prepared for the change right. that this podcast is undergone in the week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to play so Tom's many games. Tom's gone for a week. I mean, we started a new business. Yeah, we're going to play so many games, like not more than usual, but we're going to play so so many games. The, There's the, the be regular games. amount the, of games. The that good, we play. the yeah. normal amount. Yeah, two, uh, and then the third. But one. yeah, the third yes. one. Yeah, can't forget that. But first, let's go around <laughs> the table and check in. What's up, guys? I'm so hungover. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you can tell that, like, just my whole speech like pattern is slowed down i'm gonna pause between every three words of every sentence i say <laughs> you, for this you might entire need to, podcast you are, you are a little bit shatner <laughs> you might need to lower your base like a very lazy shatner yeah you might need to like up your treble because you're just a natural baritone right now yeah. i am not hungover because i have decided not to drink this month so nice. what a horrible is... month to do it yeah, yeah. It's, well, so I already, I broke it, I did break it last night just because I couldn't, I was freaking out and I was losing my mind, so I had like, but I was responsible, I only had two two gin and sodas, and yeah. But they were both five gallons. I mean, they were like this <laughs> tall, so like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. I, I'm doing. <laughs> Uh, like <laughs> there we go. As, I think as yeah, we, yeah. we said earlier, I was up at two a.m. waiting for election results, and then they didn't come. And I went to bed and yeah. I woke up again, and they still hadn't happened. Yeah, yeah. So uh, for the listeners, we're recording this before the race has been announced, so we don't know. Spoilers! Don't tell us. Yeah. <laughs> don't come. Don't come back in time and tell us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Tom, how was your uh, how was your week off? What'd you do? Oh, I went to the beach in Maine. It snowed. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you said oh. the beach in Maine, just the one. Yeah. <laughs> it's just why. What was your whole game plan? So yeah. So this is a there's a beachside town um, in Maine that we normally go to every May for a comics convention. And obviously the conventions weren't held this year. And we were just kind of like, this is a good opportunity. We don't have anything else on our schedules. And before it gets like brutally cold, let's go and do all of the things that we like to do in this beach town just without the comics convention. And it was really great. Like the hotel hot tub was still running. The sunsets were nice. great. We got to like walk the beach with nobody there. Like I wore a pea coat the entire time because but it actually got surprisingly right. warm there were a couple days that it was in the 50s and we, like i was walking around. I, I like how you didn't need to add in the fact that you wore a pea coat but you did anyway yeah well That's some true class right there the whole reason he even went to maine was just so <laughs> just that right. he could <laughs> let us know that he did wear a pea coat it's, i mean it's the only place that it's really appropriate to wear a pea coat right the snowy ocean like <laughs> like in, in the in in, in the ocean. Yes. It's, it's like you know, yeah. you, you the yeah. only times you're allowed to wear it is if you're a dockside worker in Boston, or <laughs> like you want to tell a podcast about it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, that sounds lovely. It was, yeah. it was yeah. very pleasant. I enjoyed it immensely. Nice. Yeah, that does sound nice. Welcome back to reality, fucker. Yeah. yeah. All right, with that, let's play a game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whose game is it? I have one. I'm not sure if it's the first one. It is. But it is. I have one. (laughs) I like to call it Which is Which. 
task is to analyze uh, people, places, events, and history, and other nouns of such, and figure out uh, its superlative. Sounds really confusing. I'm doing a really bad job describing it. You'll get it as soon as I read the first question. Are you ready to go? Sure. Hopefully. Pop onto my back. Let's go. Okay. So, question number one. (laughs) Which came first? Rolling Stone magazines, The Rolling Stones, Bob Dylan's Like a Rolling Stone. (laughs) Okay. Oh, okay. So, all these questions are going to be pretty much formulated like that. I'm starting off kind of easy, but then I get more abstract as we go down. Okay. And uh, is it one question per person? Do we all answer the same question? I'll answer the same question. Normal okay. normal game style. I'm going to go with the magazine. I feel like that one's been around for quite quite some time. I okay. also want to say the magazine. I feel like it was founded in like the 1920s or something like that, but I could be wrong. Okay. Um, goes back that far, but I do think it precedes the 60s. Yeah, yeah. I I have a, a picture in my head of Elvis on Rolling Stone, and he was from the 20s. <laughs> <laughs> he was probably born around then. Famously, yeah, a radio announcer before going on to. <laughs> yeah, he didn't really make it big until he was actually 65. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be in the 80s if he was born in the 20s? Oh, right. I don't fucking know <laughs> numbers, man. <laughs> it's definitely not the Bob Dylan. I'm going to, yeah, I'll say the magazine, too. <sighs> okay. You're, you're all wrong. Oh, really? Ah. Yeah. So uh, the Rolling Stone magazine came out in 1967. Bob huh. Dylan's uh, song, Like a Rolling Stone, came out in 1965. The band, The Rolling Stones, uh, came out. 1962. Huh. Yeah. All right. I'm well, surprised by that. Go. I really thought yeah. Rolling Stone started in, like, the 50s. Yeah. Well, that was a bust of a round. Let's go to the next one. Oh, <laughs> We're going to be bad at this. <laughs> yeah. Which one is which one? That is was longer? the easy one. <laughs> that, that, that was the easy one. <laughs> All right. Which one is longer? The Nile River, the Trans-Siberian Railroad, or the U.S.-Canadian border? I'm going to go Trans-Siberian Railroad. I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the U.S. Canadian border because it does all the weird dippies stuff. All them oh. dippies. All them Add. little little dippy boys. Add up in the end. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. I'll go with the Nile. All right. We do have a winner now. Uh, oh, good. Tom, you you are right with the Trans-Siberian ah. Railroad. Yeah. Bitches. Reaching five thousand seven hundred and seventy-two miles. Uh, the U.S. Canadian border is 5,525 miles, and the Nile River is 4,132 miles. <clears throat> uh, this is going to sound stupid when I start, like, most of my sentences. Um, okay. <laughs> usually when you start them like that. <laughs> Are you guys familiar with the theory of the infinitely long coastline of England? No. No. This is this is a thing in, in mathematics to explain, like, infinity, is that... so. Obviously, uh, the coastline of England is finite. It has a it has a length, but it depends. Unless if on... it's one of those weird spirals that folds in on itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, that it all depends how long the coastline of England is depends on what you use to measure it. That if you like, if you measure it in mile chunks, you get so many miles. But if you use a yardstick, you can get into more nooks and crannies. 
And then if oh, you yeah. use a foot-long ruler, you can get into even more nooks and crannies, and the smaller you get, the more nooks and crannies you'll hit. Oh, so it's like fractals. Right. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah, fractals. Isn't that true of literally anything that you measure? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure, but the, the English coastline is like the example that they give. It, it's really fucking nooky up there. <laughs> it's super nooky. It's so fucking nooky. It's like a Thomas's English bagel. Oh, yeah, that you can't really measure with a yardstick. All right, next round. Yes. <laughs> Who weighs more? Andre the Giant on Mars. Vern Troyer. <laughs> The actor who played Mini-Me in Austin Powers, Vern Troyer on Jupiter, or Samuel L. Jackson on Earth? Vern Troyer. Wow. It's got to be Vern Troyer. Yeah. I'm, I will I, not. Hmm. I feel like that's a trick, though. Well, all you have to do is calculate <laughs> the mass difference between Jupiter and Earth. Yeah. And then. <laughs> yeah, Tom, stop doing that in your head. Yeah. Well, I know. <laughs> It's like yeah, I'm gonna go Vern Troyer on Jupiter. Troyer. Under the giant on Mars has to be the least because there's the le the least amount of gravity, right? I mean, it would depend what the. Fuck, I'm fine. Vern, Vern. Yeah, Vern. Every, everyone's going Vern. Jupiter Vern. Oh, everyone's wrong again. Really? Knew it. So Samuel L. Jackson uh, wins with 190 Earth pounds. Oh. Uh, Vern Troyer has uh, 55 Earth pounds on him, but in Jupiter that uh, equals out to 139 pounds. And Andre the Giant's 520 pounds on Mars is 196. Oh, wait. Nope. Sorry. That means Andre the Giant wins. <laughs> <laughs> but, but none of we you all got this question wrong, even Noel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Oh, God. I hope one of us, even me, can get this next question right. <laughs> uh, which takes longer? The time it takes light to travel from the sun to the moon? The fastest recorded hat trick? Or the fastest time for someone to foul out of an NBA game? Which takes the longest the longest or which took the longest as as far as the recorded hat tricks and, and fell out but yeah That's longest amount of time sun to the moon right i'm gonna say hat trick see right, i so think tom says sun to the moon hat trick connor all right how many how many fouls fouls you out it's a weird number i think it's like six but it doesn't also depend on like the severity of the fouls I mean, I'm pretty I sure feel if you like, like just just punch a guy. An then, ejection is a different then thing. Then you're yeah. out. Well, right. So, as far as I know, Fouling this is out. a straight, whatever six max fouls or whatever it is. Yeah, in, in I don't run. think if you punch a guy in the face that that's being fouled out. That's being ejected. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go hat trick. Hat trick for Trevor. That's what I said. All right, Connor, Trevor, hat trick, Tom. Sun to the moon, or oh fuck, I got it wrong again. God time, damn it, Noel. Time it takes for light to travel from the sun to the earth. Tom, do you would or would anyone like to change their 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 things? No, that's not a ton of difference. Yeah, no. Okay, well, I mean, yes, Tom, you are right. Uh, what? That is the longest amount of time. Eight minutes. Uh, eight minutes and twenty seconds. Probably oh, eight minutes. Fuck. Eight uh, minutes and twenty-three shit. seconds if it went to the moon. For some um, reason, in my mind, I was thinking it was eight seconds. And I was like, there's no way anybody could have a hat trick in that much time. <laughs> you're right, but you're close. The fastest recorded hat trick was 21 seconds in 1952. Really? <laughs> yeah, but wow. this guy named 
Bill Mosienko uh, from uh, the Blackhawks. Oh. Uh, and the, the fastest time it took anyone to foul out of a game was three minutes. Um, <laughs> Uh, 1997 by a guy named Bubba Wells. See, in my mind, I was thinking Bubba. Sun to Earth was eight seconds, which is just very wrong. But then I was l- thinking, That's like, so if you're going to foul out, like, the, the clock stops when the whistle <laughs> blows. So, like, you know, ball tips off and you just shove someone. That's one. They stop everything and then ball inbounded and shoved again. Just like, you know, however many it is, like six of them. Just one second per foul, and a guy's out of the game. Well, well, what you're missing is that the first foul was a shot to the face. Yeah. <laughs> he just pulled out a gun and just shot him. And they were like, well, you got to go, bud. Yeah. It's like, I mean, you can stay on the court, but you got to give us the gun, but that's still only one foul. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was a shotgun. Uh, there was seven pellets. So Yeah, so they count one per, one per pellet. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I am just uh, tabulating the scores, and it looks you, like you don't Tom, have to. <laughs> Tom, yeah. No, I I do. Tom is up three to uh, nothing. Zeros. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I've got All three. around. Yeah, yeah I don't think that's three. true either. He only has two. Yeah. I'm so hungover, you guys. <laughs> uh, all right, Trans Siberian, you got. Oh yeah, that's right. Only two, but still two to nothing. To nothing. So the real to, loser to in this nothing. game is is is, is the game me. itself. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, well, we'll do the last one anyway. This is a fun one, but Tom already clinched it. Which is youngest? Which is youngest? Which is youngest? One more time. <laughs> Which has the least amount of age on Okay, it. I'm going to go with which is youngest, the second yeah. one. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant to say which is oldest. No, which is youngest? <laughs> <laughs> the Aztec Empire, the Magna Carta, or Oxford University? Which is youngest? Which is so is youngest? this... So, like, the Aztec Empire has ended. So is this its age so when which, it ended? which happened first? Which happened most recently? Right, but which I guess was either founded or as part of, or like with the Magna Carta, which was signed so, sooner to sooner to us. Yeah. So, so which was okay. which happened most recently? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not talking about like the entire age of of you know the Magna Carta or the Aztec Empire, because okay. the Aztec Empire is not is not around anymore. So. Right. Right. I'm right. I'm going Magna Carta. I believe it's the Magna Carta. You both sound confident, so I'm going to agree. <laughs> wait 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 uh connor's trying yeah. so hard <laughs> yeah. to do some math in his head. <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna keep it to the man uh which is youngest i'm sorry you're all incorrect again <laughs> uh we're gonna go from oldest to youngest uh oxford university um there's evidence in that that was founded in 1096 Ooh. the magna carta was signed in 1215 and the Aztec Empire was founded in 1428. Why in huh. the shit was I thinking the Magna Carta was in the 1500s? The, wait, the Aztec Empire was for, founded in 1428? 1428 yeah. till Hernan Cortes um, disbanded it about 120, 140 years uh, later. Hmm. I thought it was like a thousand years old when Cortes showed up. You'd think so. It's, yeah. It was a pretty, uh, you know, hip and, hip and young scene over there. Um, <laughs> they ain't no Incas. Wow. I was really hoping to go to the sudden death question because that's uh, also kind of cool, but I don't have to do that. Tom is our winner. 
Yay, Tom. Wait, are we not going to still get the sudden death question, though? We can post, we can post it on the onlines. Okay, oh, should yeah. I not say it, or should I... We could say it and then make people tweet at us with their answers. We won't okay. guess. Ooh. No All looking right. it up, though. I know that you're out there on the internet right now <laughs> looking... If you're listening to this and or tweeting, you are on the internet. No peeking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here we go. And a new Webosphere sudden death, what, poll question? I don't know how Twitter yeah. works. Yeah, sure. All right, which happened most recently? The forming of Nintendo, the assassination of Abe Lincoln, or death sentence by guillotine? Tell us your answers at our Twitter page <laughs> solid plug twitter pages sphere yeah i yeah. don't know what happens on twitter i don't have a twitter i don't know i don't know what what twitter is all right and that's been my game which is which thank you all for playing noise solid god damn it title god damn it tom get back in the box <laughs> yeah seriously <laughs> all right uh do we want to jump into the medium minute Sure. Hop, skip, and or flop into it. <laughs> flop right into flop. the multimedia Oh, man, I'm minute. so down to flop. <laughs> Noel McInnes, down to flop. <laughs> yeah. It's your new be Tinder on, bio. Be, be on my gravestone. <laughs> oh, we should make you political stickers that say Noel McInnes, yeah. down to flop. Down to flop. Oh, we should, we should call up that guy that makes those lawn signs. Oh, oh yeah. We make some of those. I wonder how many of those get sold outside of the election cycle. I think any, anything with, like, landscaping. Oh, roofing. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, I, I mean, you were talking not... about, like, Biden ones specifically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, I mean, like, real estate and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, those, I aren't guess. Fun, okay. those aren't funny answers, but that's probably what happens. Okay. Right. Well, thank you yeah. for being very informative. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it has been a, quite an informative episode. Yeah. We're that is what facts. the Never Games is all about, is it not? I honestly don't know. Saying facts. Uh, well, I guess I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's uh, my week to do the Multimedia Minute. There, there's two bands that I want to talk about uh, and four of my favorite all-time albums. First is the band Morning Teleportation. Did you all listen to them at all? Uh, they have that hit that uh, the guy uh, sings really quickly. He yeah, really yeah. I know that, that song forget the name of what that song is it's okay maybe trevor if you tried to sing it maybe then we could figure it out uh nope so <laughs> <laughs> but is it uh treble chair no it's, or it's no like distance Chris, crystalline i think crystalline this band's so great for an idea of what they kind of sound like, bands in their, like, fans also like page are things like Born Ruffians, The Dodos, Rubble Bucket. I can uh, totally see that. Yeah. Rubble Bucket. Wolf I'm just going to say right now, even the bands uh, that they Wolf sound like awesome. I've never heard of. Yeah. <laughs> it, they're, they're so great. I saw them one time in Chicago at uh, this little venue called Shuba's, and it might be the best show I ever went to. It was their last stop on like a 30 city tour. And they, you know, they'd been playing together every night and they were like just kind of done with it. Uh, so they all got like super drunk on stage. The entire show was just one 
like wall of sound every single song just flowed into the next one like they had been playing together like so much that they didn't even like look up at each other or anything transferring from one song to the next and it like it was so great they were just like fucking around with it you could barely like you could make out what the songs were when you like you know caught uh, a change but at the end they were like uh does anybody have any like suggestions they'd want to hear two people suggested songs and both of them they were like oh we did that like 20 minutes ago (laughs) 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 but the show was fucking incredible the lead singer and lead guitarist is just insane Uh, they're, they're so great i love them the the music has a whole bunch of energy yeah nice cool definitely go listen to them and then the other uh the other thing i want to talk about is the rapper aesop rock yeah he's oh he's like the most lyrically diverse rapper but this is a e s o p rock not asap rocky totally totally separate person um i decided i would just pull out some of my favorite lyrics um so this one is from the song shrunk uh it's about him going to a shrink and it starts off with uh the lines my first name is a random set of numbers and letters and other alphanumerics that change hourly forever my last name a thousand vowels fading down a sinkhole in fading down a sinkhole to a susurrus couldn't just be john doe or bingo my address is a made-up language written out in living griffs lifted from demonic literature and religious text telephone uncovered per- by purveyors of the Ouija then checks against the CBGB woman's room graffiti. I love oh. it when you rap Trevor. Oh, that's nice. yeah. Just it, that, just fills my heart with joy. Oh, <laughs> it's, like, it's, it, it's so sensitive. Hungover, unable to like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you were just describing the final boss of a D&D campaign. that's basically rap though yeah kind of that is rap yeah what rap are you listening to noel that it's describing D &D bosses (laughs) he listens to D &D core yeah i listen to it i listen to dj D &D d20 (laughs) i hate it (laughs) (laughs) um actually yeah one of my favorite songs um uh, by Aesop Rock is him in a band called The Uncluded. Um, oh, that's actually him. how I discovered him. Yeah. That band, it's only one album that they released, but it's incredible. Yeah, it's <clears> with <throat> him and Kimia Dawson, and it's a song called The Delicate Cycle, and it's basically yeah. a uh, a line. Kimia Dawson is playing the acoustic guitar, and she, like, sings a line, then he raps a line, and it goes back and forth, but it has many, like, uh, very complimentary stories yeah. But it all like uh, rotates around the same theme, and the the way they pull it off is actually it's pretty mind blowing. It's incredible, like, and it's like Kimia Dawson's a, a folk singer, so it, the whole vibe of the song is folky, and there's her with her like soft spoken voice doing like classic folk music, and then in comes Aesop Rock with like this crazy, uh, these crazy verses that he's able to write. The the band's incredible. It's actually what started me into uh, listening to Aesop Rock, and then also any other rap that I listen to is all stemmed just from that band. Uh, so if you're looking for a way to get into rap, I'd start with the Uncluded. Um, I mean, rap's still, rap's still a fresh subject, so there's no time uh, like the present to just jump on in. Yeah. But yeah, Aesop Rock's, a lot of his music, or at least a lot of the songs that I really like, are 
about art and about like him like him finding art there's one i have more lyrics that i'm going to speak slowly to you through my hungover cotton mouth <laughs> um <laughs> the song rings uh let's see i like this one <laughs> yeah it starts off with an instrumental so <laughs> oh, okay <All> right. <laughs> You can't imagine the rush that ensues when you get three dimensions stuffed into two, then it's off to a school where it's all that you do, being trained and observed by a capable few. Back in New York, five peeps and a dog in a two-bedroom doing menial jobs, plus rhyming and stealing and being a clod, distractions free to maraud. Uh, it's Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> I was enjoying uh, those lyrics, but I was more enjoying the faces that Noel was making. Well, you read those lyrics. <laughs> did, you not, did you not hear his beatboxing? His okay. very, very, very light. Yeah, very, <laughs> like, barely came through. It was just a I, faint I, whisper of a beatbox. When Tom said that, I thought I was muted for, like, the past 45 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> nope, nope. Uh, back uh, when I was living in Chicago, uh, my girlfriend and I one time sat on the stoop and tried to learn to beatbox using... <laughs> no no form of information just like sitting there going like <laughs> just like oh, that's it okay just like we had never done it before we were like you want to beatbox right. and then we did and, and you did this outside of your house yeah yeah there was like people in walking chicago. by in chicago yeah, yeah. you could a just say sorry sorry i was hawking a loogie but like for the past <laughs> minute and a half it's so hard to do have you ever tried to beatbox yeah, no. just now. <laughs> yeah, that was it. You saw me. It's ridiculous. And, like, you can start doing it, but then you – it's, like, a whole other thing to learn how to do it and also, like, still be a breathing human being. Like, yeah. being able to breathe back in while everything you're doing is, like, breathing out to do it. It's it, – we did not learn in that one afternoon on the front step of our apartment how to beatbox. <laughs> the second <laughs> afternoon, though. Yes. yes. <laughs> still nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I knew a guy in college who could, it was the creepiest thing, he could beatbox fairly well and giggle at the same time. <laughs> oh, no. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> it was. Trevor, you kind of mentioned a pretty good jumping off point um, as far as morning, morning teleportation being your favorite uh, live show. What's been, uh, what's been the rest of your guys' favorite live shows? Yeah. That's a big question. It is. Uh, when you were when you were talking about morning teleportation, I was thinking it reminded me of a really interesting uh, live performance uh, of Bob Dylan that I went to a couple of years ago. He's done a couple of concerts in my hometown, like in the <laughs> middle of the baseball field. Uh, we don't. We, <laughs> like was do. he in, was he invited there? Or did he? Trespass. No, he was, well, the there was a little league game going on. And <laughs> yeah. Out wanders Bob Dylan. <laughs> All these people hitting balls. I don't know where to see. Oh no, that's a foul ball. There's a guy running running towards me. It looks like one of their dads. I feel like that's that was a, a lot more Randy Newman. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this at this Bob Dylan concert. One of the things Dylan's kind of known for is like really playing with the music of his songs like he'll like shift things play them with different instruments whatever and normally when he does that i really like it because the lyrics help things still be recognizable but his voice was 100 percent shot 
So it was oh, music yeah. I had never heard before, and Bob Dylan go. So it affects his voice. You've never heard either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bob Dylan's voice has been shot for the last like twenty five years. Yeah. So, so I was like, I'm enjoying this. This is good. I don't know what he's song he's playing. Oh, I caught two lyrics in a row. I know what song this is. Now I can understand all the rest of his words. And like, and this new melody makes sense. Like, it's so magical. But it was like um, every single song would be like halfway through. I'd be like, don't know what it is. Don't know what it is. Got it. I figured it out. <laughs> it was more bar trivia than like an actual concert. Yeah, really. Right. right. Just guess Bob it. Dylan, yeah. if you're a fan of the show, we would love to play that game sometime. That would be great. That'd be a lot of fun. One, I think one of my one of my favorite ones was uh, I saw Foxy Shazam open for The Darkness. Of course, they would be together, which was great. Yeah, um, The Darkness. I'm sure you will all remember from 2005. Uh, I believe in a thing called love. Everybody knows that song. <laughs> yeah, and that was a big part of our college. Oh yeah, and oh, Foxy Shazam uh, is amazing. Uh, the the man has a, a better register than than like a higher register than Freddie Mercury. His name Ooh. is Eric Nally, and he's amazing. Um, but they're like, he's crazy. He got he like he goes up on stage and he like he'll like climb all over the rafters and like do like bear crawls across stage. And then he also like does this thing where he like steals cigarettes from people in the crowd and then like he'll light like five cigarettes in his in his hands and then just eat them. Oh. <laughs> um, but they maintain a high register eating yeah. cigarettes. He does it all the time. He just like fucking eats lit cigarettes and shit like that. He's he's insane. He's also like shorter than I am, which is you guys don't know me, but that's saying a lot. Um, it does say a lot. Yeah. It, yeah, he's like shorter than I am, and he like his speaking voice is super high and squeaky. But I, I I have one memory of when the darkness was on. At one point, Justin, the lead singer and the lead guitarist, they brought out like this pedestal, and they put him on the pedestal, and then they like just carried it around the crowd like an old like 70s like arena rock band thing happening and i'm following it around and i look up i look up to like the balcony above us and there's just one dude who's just standing there staring at justin going around just like flipping him off yeah. <laughs> just like following him around the crowd just flipping him off and i'm like does he know him or like what yeah. <laughs> it was, he got uh, kicked out of the band like five years earlier it, yeah it was it was a really really interesting thing but the the show was awesome it was great one of my, at least one of my most memorable shows I ever went to was uh, one I actually went with Trevor. It was at our local uh, music festival, Boston Calling, back when it was still cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, by the way, Boston Calling, if you're listening, you can you can be cool again. It's cool. It's it's cool. It's cool to be cool. Um, <laughs> Real convincing. Just like a little we, bit of effort, please. Yeah. <laughs> we um, went there. It was like the the opening night, so there was only a few bands playing, but it turned out to be the the best bands, and yeah. the lineup was. Uh, it started with Future Islands, which yeah. we didn't know at the time. And we were kind of looking around like, is this band for real? And then now that I've matured musically, it's it's one of my favorite bands ever. Yeah. And if you're a fan of Future Islands, the lead singer is actually also a rapper. He raps <laughs> under the name Hemlock Ernst, and it's incredible. Like, that guy's just an insane talent. And rapping is yeah. actually like, he was a rapper and then he went to college, and there was, like, people writing music, and he was like, uh, yeah, I can sing for you. And that's how Future Island started. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, and, I mean, he's got such a great stage presence. He was yeah. um, dancing along for, like, his entire, I think it was, like, 45-minute set. Yeah. He just started singing in German a couple times, too. And I... <laughs> 
throughout all the Future Island stuff I heard now, I don't think I've ever heard him actually sing in German. So I think that was like a <laughs> one off or like just like a live talent that he does. Um, and then the band after that was Neutral Milk Hotel, um, yeah. played for like the the fifth time ever since 1996 or whatever. So that right. was that was kind of cool. That was really cool. Um, and then it uh, headlined with the National, and yeah. they played <laughs> the longest set <laughs> ever. It it I think it was over two hours, um, and I remember two or three songs left of the set, me and Trevor looked at each other. We didn't say anything. And we only like <laughs> locked eyes for like two seconds, but we both had the same feeling and we were just telling it to each other. Uh, telepathically. was like, dude, yeah. I'm going to die here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. We were so like burnt out. We were insanely dehydrated. Uh, <laughs> simultaneously. We had like half a gallon worth of pee in ourselves like yeah it was the worst thing ever we were actually pretty like close up front so we did not want to like leave at all yeah um and then for uh, one of their songs mr november the lead singer matt berninger who's like the official uh singer of the never games right now because we talk about him way too much um <laughs> he goes around our section of the crowd yeah he like then... jumped into the crowd and boston calling is like a huge festival there's it's massive yeah yeah we were in the crowd. Sorry, I'm stealing your story here. No, I'm uh, <laughs> We were in the crowd, and he, like, you see him jump off stage, and then, you know, you're, we were 60, 70 people deep into the crowd, which was still fairly close to the front. But all of a sudden, we're standing there, and we're, like, looking around. We, nobody knows where he is. He's still <laughs> singing. And then all of a sudden, people start bumping into you, and then the entire crowd is just, like, shoving you in one direction wherever he happens to be because everybody's trying to converge on him in the middle of the crowd. And the way and it he was got like, back to the stage, it, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm sure it wasn't this close, but it seemed like he split us almost perfectly. Um, like <laughs> we, we, we were that close. It seemed like at the time and that yeah. kind of like got us our energy back. But that was another thing too. Is like, I had to keep myself from not like tripping over and getting trampled by like 3000 people. I was wearing flip flops. It was a <laughs> terrible decision. Awful decision. Awful decision. Uh, yeah, so that, that was a, a hell of a show. And then I, I kept, like, the couple days after that, I was thinking, I was like, no, there's no way I was that. We, like, we, like, perfectly split. Like, there's no way we were that close. And then my cousin calls me. I was like, yeah, I was in the, I was in the back with my wife. Like, you were on the camera. I was like, oh, shit. So <laughs> I, I was apparently close enough to be, like, within camera shot. So. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that's my that's, crazy. that's my uh, concert story. See, I thought you were going to talk about the other time we went to Boston Calling, where it was uh, it was Frank Turner, and then the Head in the Heart, and then the Decemberists, and then Dev Cab for Cutie, and that it was started cool. to downpour like moments before oh. the Decemberists went on stage. And yeah. then they played Mariner's Revenge. I was thinking about that. Yeah, but that was pretty. I don't cool. know. I'm really not happy that Boston Calling went the whole pop way, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> One of the weirdest things that ever happened at a concert that I was at, I was at um, a Guster concert in Boston, and they like were finishing up their set, whatever, and they go to start playing the like the second to last song that they're going to do on their set or whatever, and the lead singer just steps back, and out onto the stage walks Will Forte. <laughs> 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 who is wearing a Guster shirt that is like two sizes too big. It's like a double XL. And he proceeded to be the lead singer for the song 
ripping the shirt in half to reveal a second smaller shirt and then another smaller shirt and then another smaller shirt until he ripped off what must have been like a double small that was just like crunching his body and in his chest with on with sharpie is written guster (laughs) and like that's so great no, it was. We were just like, "What the hell is happening?" <laughs> That's oh, actually, comedian related again. Um, I saw um, Fred Armisen at uh, Berkeley College of Music once, and halfway through his set, he like, he was like trying to do some new material, and he like was holding up like note cards, and halfway through, he's like, "You know what? I don't want to say any more jokes." So he throws it away, walks off stage, drags out a drum set and a guitar. <laughs> and then he starts playing, and then Jay Maskus of Giant Dinosaur Jr. comes in and starts playing along with him, and then that's the rest of the show. It was the, like, the craziest transformation I've that's seen. That's so awesome. Yeah. That's wild. I, going to a stand-up show and hearing the comedian be like, I don't want to tell any more jokes. <laughs> yeah. You're probably just like, where is this going? Oh, no, what did I waste my money on? Yeah, I was, right. I was expecting anything but that, really. <laughs> he was in Blue Man Group before he got famous. Was he really? Was yeah. He really? Huh. Holy shit! Yeah, he was the the drummer in Blue Man Group for a little while. Oh, like the um, like the 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 neon skeleton drummer. Yeah, those are my favorite guys, man. They're pretty great. Screw the Blue Man. I just want to look at the fucking backing band. They're so fun. <laughs> I need to go see Blue Man Group again. I missed oh, an opportunity to, to a couple yeah, years they have, ago. They have um, four albums out right now: one live and three uh, studio albums, and they're yeah. all amazing. I mean, the whole like show is fucking incredible, though. The visuals of it are are so great. I yeah. The I went to see it one time with a girl that I was seeing, and I scared the shit out of her with how much I was laughing at it, because it was like you know it's no words, it's not jokes, but the shit was just so ridiculous and piled up that by the end of the show I was like cackling, and like she she was not enjoying it because I was enjoying it so much. Was that the first time you saw it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, you see, the thing that's the thing about Blue Man Group is that there's a, a net total enjoyment. You took, oh, too, yeah. you took too much, yeah. and then somebody else had to not enjoy it at all. It, and <laughs> honestly, that, it's not only that, it's it's time scene, uh, Blue Man Group, too, so your enjoyment like decreases exponentially to where you're just looking at the stage drummer and just saying, like, okay, he's doing that there. All right, that, I got to try that out. <laughs> you're just a Blue Man Group groupie? Blue, a Blue Man groupie? Blue Man groupie? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was really hoping you were going to say droopy or something like that. Bloopy? Bloopy. That just uh, sounds like a children's TV show character. Well, that was a character in Willy Wonka. Bloopy? No, Augustus Gloop. Oh, no, no, not Gloopy. <laughs> the, 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 the Violet, who turns into a blueberry. She's officially the first Bloopy after that. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, uh, that might be where we got to end this. Speaking of, let's do a break. Yeah, let's, let's jump into a break. <laughs> Today's episode is presented by Sweat Connected. Sweat Connected is a transformative way to work out. Sweat Connected has a mission to help you feel your best. 
Each expert instructor brings their signature method directly to you wherever you are in the world via Zoom. When you take a Sweat Connected class, you are able to interact with your instructor and the other participants in class just like you would in a live studio experience. Whether you have been a group fitness participant for years or are newer, you will feel at home with Sweat Connected. Sweat Connected is exclusively offering our listeners 50% off their first class by going to https colon slash slash sweatconnected.com and using the code pod that's code pod at sweatconnected.com for 50 percent off your first class sweat connected for all levels all ages all sizes and all humans No, this is the poop shirt. Oh, also, Trevor, I was going to say props on uh, last week for putting those pythons back in the cage when we have guests over. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I figured, you know, didn't want to intimidate them. You wouldn't have. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, really, all it is is that he wanted to make sure that they could see him on camera rather than us who yeah. have to distinguish the difference between that white wall and his yeah, when, arms. Whenever right. he comes on camera, I have to like darken my monitor so much. That glare in the background of Noel's screen is actually just from, from Trevor. Yeah. It really is. That's from like, Noel rubbing a mozzarella stick on his computer yeah. camera while you were gone. Since when does poo-poo platters come with mozzarella sticks? It's clearly a chicken finger. <laughs> Connor, he literally rubbed that onto the camera of his computer. Why did you do that? <laughs> because we're because we're not running a TV show; it's a podcast. But still, why would you do that? It's still a MacBook. I, I'm gonna clean it off. No, you're not. I'm not. Don't, <laughs> don't lie. Don't pretend. When we first started recording, I thought that Noel's room was just really steamy all the time. I mean, well, it, no, in the middle just, of the summer, it, it usually is because because of the hot tub. But now it's steamy and greasy. Steamy and greasy. <laughs> oh man, that's that was my uh, slogan in high school. Yeah, that's your slogan. <laughs> I don't like, know. I couldn't ju- think of the words. Just yeah. for like you as a person, or really yeah. running for no, class? Okay. Your nickname? Yeah, t- Tom O'Brien, steamy and greasy. <laughs> no, that's like his catchphrase. He like passes in his history test. I was like, all right, Tom, how'd it go? Steamy and greasy. And that, that's when the episode ends. Let's do uh, direct sale disasters. Yay! <laughs> so nice to have Adam Sandler on the show yeah. today. Very, very special guest here. I, I will never forgive him for what he's done to Salem, Massachusetts. He didn't um, really do that much. It was mostly Marblehead. I, well, yeah, what? Did he, what? what did he do to Marblehead? QB like, Halloween. That's, oh, yeah, that was all filmed in Marblehead in like two seconds in Salem. Yeah. What is it? Because Marblehead is cheaper to film it. It's the, 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 the new Adam Sandler movie. It's Don't watch it. but Halloween movie. That's really bad. Didn't it's even know that existed. He has like a mental disability, I'm pretty sure. No, that's just oh. that's just his character. That's like his character but in everything his, that he does. His right. um his Inspector Gadget Ian Thermos kind of takes over the. I, I thought I thought that was a more of a better character than Hubie Halloween was. All right, guys, I don't want to talk about Adam Sandler. Yeah, anymore. let's move past yeah, that. That's yeah. fair. <laughs> let's play some uh, direct sound disasters. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So th I, I got the direct sales disasters for the second week in the row. And um, so uh, what I was trying to do here is, uh, regardless of what happens with this election cycle, um, which it is kind of looking positive right now, Senate isn't looking too great. Um, Don't jinx it, Connor. I've knocked on so many pieces of wood. Um, but uh, <laughs> I hate this country. I think it's the worst. <laughs> I'm done with it. Yeah. I'm tired of it. Uh, so I think what I'm going to do in the very near future is I can get citizenship in Germany, and I'm just going to move there and live out Ooh. my happy drunk life. Um, so what I <laughs> tried to do with this direct sales disaster was all Germany-themed. And, uh, yeah, so I got some stuff. They're all from eBay. The uh, first one that I have, the title is Vintage West Germany Hand Buzzer Shocker Playing Card Box Lady String Instrument. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah. So I was with you for part of it. Yeah. Right. Right. It sounds like an entire was... cereal box of prizes you would find in cereal boxes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so uh, the description here: uh, here is a truly unique item. Looks like a deck of playing cards with a pretty blonde lady in short shorts playing a ukulele, maybe. But when you go to open it, <laughs> no cards. Just an unpleasant shock from the metal round circles on the sides. It takes one AA battery. The innards do have some corrosion issues, and it doesn't always give a shock, but I was able to get it to work a couple times. Uh, it is a very unpleasant shock. The outside does have stains on it, and it is printed made in West Germany. Uh, let me grab it. <laughs> Wait, it, it was printed so that is... long ago where they had to say it was printed in West Germany? That wasn't that long ago. Correct. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, that long, was only like long, long ago enough. Well, during my lifetime. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Barely. Oh, yeah. Oh, not... Also, Tom, happy 68th birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And now we'd really appreciate it if you'd stop talking about Reagan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let it go, man. We're not, we're not talking about that election. <laughs> so there's your uh, vintage West okay. Germany hand buzzer shocker playing card box lady string instrument. Oh, okay. Um, okay. actually, something that we sort of lacked on last week was uh, the description of the items because Tom, our describing man, wasn't with us. So, Tom. Paint us a word picture, if you will. All right, so this is uh, looks like a standard King of Hearts playing card with a bizarrely proportioned, much thinner than possible, uh, human woman, blonde with a, a, a flower in her hair, playing what indeed does look to be like a ukulele. It looks to me like it would be the type of playing cards that, like, GIs would have. Mm, you know, yeah. those playing cards yeah. with, like, practically naked women on them. Which looks like it's been pasted onto a standard playing card box, but on closer inspection, it appears to be metal. Yeah. Uh, so that you would get the current. Yeah, the box is in fact metal. There are some other pictures here of the sides and like where you'd go to like pull it. There's like two metal buttons. So basically, if you think about like you pull out the the cards, like where you pull out the inside where the yeah. cards would be held, uh, there's two little metal buttons on either side, and that's what's going to give you that shock. Okay. So yeah, so this um, is just like some some garbage that they're trying to pick up a few dollars for. Yeah, um, he, again, the innards do have some corrosion issues. Doesn't always give a shock, and the outside does have some stains on it. But it's vintage from West Germany, and it gives a very unpleasant shock. Uh, batteries does. not included. Uh, this looks like something you'd see in like your grandfather's garage that's just been like sitting up on a windowsill for thirty years. Right. Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah. Batteries does it take? It takes a single AA battery. Oh, okay. I was afraid it was going to be like an old school like boombox where it took 
18 D D cells that just. <laughs> well, it's it's yeah. a mild shock. It Noel, might kill not you. <laughs> yeah. It's also the size of a deck of cards, Noel. Yeah. Like, no, but you 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 have to. You gotta it. attach it to a car battery. Yeah, yeah there's an adapter. It's just like, yeah. why, why are your cards attached to your vehicle? No, but just take a card. Don't please. worry about just it. Take, if you want to play? Take a card. Right. Uh, all right. So, how much do we think this um, vintage Wet Germany hand buzzer shocker playing but card box lady string instrument is worth? Seven eighty-eight dollars. Yeah, it can't be that much. Uh, uh, you said fifteen, Tom. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go seven eighty-eight. Seven eighty-eight. Wow. I am gonna go <clears throat> ten sixty-six. Hey. Encroaching <laughs> uh, in on some territory there. Yeah. So well, you know. Actual cost of the vintage West Germany hand buzzer shotgun playing card box lady string instrument is seven ninety nine. So that one goes oh. to Twebo. Job Twebo. Only off by eleven cents. Yeah, I shouldn't have been fucking yeah, around with the weird numbers. Yeah, why'd you go eighty eight? I don't know. I don't know. Jeez. All right, okay, so I still won. One for Trevor. Woo! All right, moving on. We've got a four-inch resin devil face with horns and scarf dragoner, uh, Tufel Mulheim, Germany. Uh, let me get you a little picture of this guy. So this is a small four-inch resin dragon face. Uh, it's got a piece of string attached to it to hang on a wall or maybe used as like a, an ornament. The description here, it says, my research says this is from Germany. Maybe an organization? I don't know why that's included. Uh, some, <laughs> some small chips on this nice mask, unusual modern item, and then thank you for support of a veteran, Fred. <laughs> um, this is just a children's art project. I was going to say, yeah. it looks like just like yeah. a museum trinket. Yeah. I, it it kind of looks like something that I would I would expect to be on part of like a uh, an old German like cuckoo clock. Yeah, I can see that. Did they say it was a? Uh, did they say it was a Christmas ornament? Why no, is there a string? It, it, it says there's a piece of string to hang on a wall, but I, you uh, could, you, uh, okay. you, I, when I first saw it, I thought it was like a Christmas ornament. That's my yeah. first thought too. Yeah, um, but it's very small, <laughs> and uh, it's very small. It looks like just a, a trinket you pick up at like a. Uh, God damn, my brain is not working today. <laughs> <laughs> flea market at a flea market. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it really reminds. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think it's interesting that they describe it as a dragon, but it clearly is the devil. Like, it's got two horns and a pointy beard and fangs. Like This is basically yeah. like a an, an objectified representation of that scene in The Office when Dwight was Belschnickel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is a little Belschnickly. Yeah, that thing definitely uh, is impish. Yeah. <laughs> How much do we think this little dragon devil face is worth? One bell schnickel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the value of that is, so I'm just going to say that, Tom, you lose. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say $15 again. Okay. See, I, I'm thinking $12. 12 It's got to be cheap uh, be, because... <laughs> um, Real good at them words there, bud. I mean, I, I said because, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that one came out solid. Yeah. Since because. <laughs> That's Noel's, will... like, how now brown cow before every episode. He's just because. <laughs> yeah. Because. That, that's why I'm flawless on my ad reads. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I will say, 
God, you guys really took a lot of the, the prime real estate with your previous numbers. Um, is 13 still in the mix? 13 is still in the mix. Yeah, I'm going to go 13. Well, it doesn't matter anyway, because Tom got it right on the head with $15. Uh, soccer. Bonus point. Is that a bonus point? Yeah. I think. Is it? Yeah. Oh, like, All in right. the game. Yeah. Oh, in-game bonus point. Yeah, yeah. Neat. All right. Woo! So that puts us at it, two Thomas. to Tom, one to Trevor. This isn't fair. Tom had a bye week last week. That's true. He's he able get to his rest up. Yeah, I'm all limbered <laughs> up. Uh, what? Alrighty. <laughs> so our third item uh, of forbid is uh, entitled "Kind of Creepy Old Germany Boy Doll, Nine Inches Black Felt Uniform, Grub aus Hamburg." Um. Sounds like Germany. Description here: rubber body, <laughs> German with a question mark for some reason. Vintage boy doll, approximately nine inches tall, wearing black felt clothing uniform with three workable snaps on the front, black vinyl shoes, and a banner across his chest, which reads "Grub aus Hamburg." Uh, this has been in storage for a very long time and came from a doll collector estate. Uh, unusual doll. I could not find any more about him. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, there, Connor, but I feel like. Anyone who's selling German things really has an identity crisis about Germany itself, because I feel like this is the second listing with a Germany question mark. Or yeah. German question mark. Uh, yeah. Well, no, the other one. So this one was Germany question mark, and then the other, the one previous was maybe an organization. Oh, <laughs> oh that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so still an identity crisis. Yeah. <laughs> There's your little. This is fucking that's weird terrifying yeah yeah it's a creepy well it boy. came from a doll collector's collection of course right. it's gonna be terrifying i'm i'm really freaked out about those eyelashes i've yeah. also got a uh, a little uh, a little seller note here it said rubber figure has discolorations on hands and face i do not want to try to clean as i have no experience cleaning dolls all right. <laughs> okay and that's can confirm good. his little 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 rosy cheeked face there is uh quite stained it kind of well, looks like Elmer Fudd if his, like, immediate family member was in, like, cosmetology school and he, they just needed someone to practice on. <laughs> it's, it looks like Elmer Fudd mixed with, like, uh, oh, god damn it. What the fuck? <laughs> My brain did Stay, not show up today. Stay frosty, um, Trevor. What's, you, know, uh, you know when Bugs Bunny pretends to be a lady bunny? It's, it's yeah. Elmer Fudd doing that. Kind of. Um, hold on, I'm going to find it. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, I got it. Going to go from the top. Not editing it out though. So it kind of looks. Like, <laughs> it looks like Elmer Fudd mixed with. Um, ah, fuck! I lost it again. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Honestly, that is funnier than any joke you could have said. So I would just keep it rolling. <laughs> you know what yeah, the worst part is? The one I can't find. It's Miss Piggy. <laughs> wow. It's like Elmer Fudd mixed with Miss Piggy. Who's that pig? But it's like she's a woman too. Yeah. Oh, I'm uh, not sure. Lady Piggington. She's like a lady pig. <laughs> oh, married? Mrs. Pork. That's right. Yeah. Mrs. Yeah. Pork, she's yes. married. She's got to be married. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, so more than fifteen dollars. How 15. much are we thinking this kind of creepy old Germany boy doll is? I think I'm gonna go forty. Ooh. Forty. Twenty-one. Hentyun. Uh, I'm gonna go. Split the difference and say 30. All right, that's another point for Tom. Jesus the Christ. Actual price is 26.95. Oh god damn it. Yeah, you were close. You were close there, Trevs. 26.95. Yeah. 26.95 for a kind of creepy old Germany boy doll. Wee! So can 
Tom's, can Tom's points have an asterisk by it because he's the only one who's taken a week off so far? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like yeah. maybe we shouldn't count this towards the scoreboard. Yeah. You no, know, it's going to be like baseball. It'll be like half a game. Yeah. Whatever that is. I I'm won a whole sure. bunch of points last week and they don't count. I'm, I'm <laughs> sad about it. I got like 17 pity points last week. Yeah, you did. You were getting gold stars and whatnot? Yeah. yeah. None yeah. of it matters. At eight. Um, so the next one we've got here is uh, German Shell Ammo Trench Art Tank Shot Glass Brass Army Anti-Flax Stuka Battle S. That's the whole title. That's um, my favorite Gundam anime ever. Yeah. <laughs> So, original German 20mm brass casing trench art turned into shot glass. Please note you should wash this before using, as it is a spent shell casing. Uh, oh. you, they didn't wash it for you? Nope. Yeah. You should wash it between every swig. Right. Uh, we have included a nice presentation case and gift card for the German warrior in your life. Makes a great conversation piece. You won't find something like this at your local Walmart. Own a historic piece of German military history. All right, here it comes. JavaScript. JavaScript. Wait, why didn't that work? JavaScript. <laughs> <laughs> Copy image. And here it comes again. Okay. <laughs> All right, so it is literally just a, a spent uh, shell casing um, that yeah, they're nothing... insisting you can use as a shot glass. Wow. Nothing okay. special here. Yep. Um, and But somehow more than $27? Yep. Yeah. 32. 32. 99. 99. <laughs> it's going to bite me in the ass so hard, I can just tell. 50. Just yeah. like my friend See, Sam. Going, I'll go right in the middle. I'll say 41. 64. Five. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not a number that is a cost anywhere. No. Maybe no. it's like uh, converted from like German dollars, so it, like it's a weird one. Oh. German dollars, really? Uh, no, I'm they, not here. Yeah. <laughs> they use... I'm really struggling today. Euros, bro. Yeah, German dollars. Uh, all right, now I gotta do. <laughs> now I gotta do some some math. <laughs> I fucked with it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it is Trevor. Hey. Uh, the actual price is forty-four dollars and forty-four cents. Which was actually not as close between uh, Tom and Trevor as I thought, but for some reason I was just getting real confused. Yeah. All right. Um, so <laughs> I, the score is now three to uh, Tom and two to Trevor. Yeah. And Noel is here. Yeah. <laughs> Participation. We wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> yeah. All right. So last right, one. one. Uh, Trevor, if you get it right on the head. You will win, but if you get it just normal times, then you will tie. And Let's then I'll it. have to scramble to find a We'll have to go to a breaker. runoff. Uh. So, uh, I don't know what this next one has to do with Germany, <laughs> but it came up when I, when I typed Germany into eBay. Vintage blown glass doll eyes, 20 millimeter, lot of 44. This is a nice lot of 44 hand-blown doll eyes, 20 millimeters in size, bulb style, matching pairs, brown and soft blue slash gray. This is from the estate of a well-known doll master slash maker in northern New Jersey. They are vintage 1950s. They're a bit dusty, but in excellent condition. Um, I'm glad that they are selling them at least in a lot with an even number. Right. It's yeah. like a lot of 43. <laughs> so I feel like, like I, I kind of feel the opposite, though, because you're going to lose one. 
that's going to happen. And then that spare would come in, come in mighty handy. Yeah, but you're getting 44 of them. Like, how, how many how many vintage doll eyes do you need? This is a good question, Noel. How many vintage doll eyes do you need? I'm making 22 dolls, so this is perfectly horrifying. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Uh, what? Why? They're just what? glass eyes, man. Why, why are there... Why are there there tubes? Uh, so that's for to insert into the doll. Oh God! Okay. Yeah, I don't like this. I don't know why I'm so creeped out by it. This is like I, one of the it's least. A whole bunch of eyes. This is like one of the <laughs> least creepy things that we've had in a direct sales disaster. It's just glass eyes, man. Yeah, I think it's less creepy than the wooden or the the plastic boy doll. Definitely. Yeah, that's true. Oh, if you okay, had to, I'm if you had to have one of those one. two on your wall. 44 glass eyes or that doll like staring at you as you sleep you see i have been meaning to upgrade my 44 plastic <clears throat> eyes that i currently have on my wall right there you go perfect opportunity uh, i'm gonna give you guys a little bit of a hint this is quite a jump okay so the last one was 44 dollars, but this is this is significantly more than that i'm gonna say 450 dollars well what maybe maybe i should do 220 yeah, so I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna do two two twenty. Still though, five dollars an eye. They're hand blown. They're, they're hand blown. They're glass. Uh, Probably hand painted too. Yeah. You know what? Fuck it. I'll go three hundred. Three hundred. They're vintage. They're from a famous guy, apparently. You know, who's they were owned by a famous guy. Yeah, whose name was not uh, provided. Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> Yes, famous doll collector. Famous doll maker Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll go three twenty-five. All right, uh, Trevor, well done. You you nailed it, and you take home the dub on that. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. Oh. Wow. Yeah, three hundred and twenty-five dollars for this lot of forty-four glass eyes. Oh. What a come from behind! Wow. Look at that. That was a hell of a hell of a pick. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Well done. So that has been the direct sales disaster. Point goes to Trevi, Trevi boy. I'll mark that down. That that getting the exact number coming up twice in this episode. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. Yeah. We're getting better. I mean, I'm not, but y'all are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that either. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I want to be better at this. Oh. Uh, yeah, it is a weird thing to like be getting better at. Yeah, this is a very niche set of skills that we are developing. Yeah, right. like Liam Neeson, but the other way. <laughs> I have a very particular set of skills that yeah. won't help me do anything. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about that in terms of like the Olympic comparisons. Is that like sure the competitors are better than you at their fields, but do they really mean anything? Yeah. <laughs> Does it really help them in their day-to-day -day lives? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're really only the best for like a week and a half. Right. Yeah. If they go to one, <laughs> and then they're just still used car salesmen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or mattress or rug. Or mattress or rug. <laughs> leave, no, leave it there. <laughs> Did you know that the world's champion, uh, most recent gold medal holder for gymnastics is a rug? <laughs> is, now, is now in the style of a bearskin rug. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. Jesus. Okay, fine, no, it's it won't be. a magical transformation, not oh, no, trapped. Tra no, trapped in the rug universe forever? I would much rather be skins. Wait, hold on. How did this rug thing become a whole universe? Well, no. I thought it was like the um, 
that weird thing in uh, Superman where they're trapped behind a pane of glass and they're trying to get out, but it's a, it's the rug. Oh, the what do uh, they call that? The zone. Phantom, the Phantom Zone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well, if you had explained that, I would have been on, more on board with it. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I want a Phantom Zone style rug in my living room with Apollo Ono inside of it. Yeah, I, 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 I want to hear. I want to hear him pounding and screaming for help all the time. <laughs> Wipe off my dirty boots. God okay, this is it. going in a horrible direction. We gotta. <laughs> yeah, we gotta it's getting real dark. Meeting. Goner, we need a. Uh, or no, we don't need a tiebreaker. I won. Yeah, you won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we get uh, one more game left. Yeah. Yeah. Bring it home strong. All right, guys. This this next game is based on a '60s British TV show. I believe. Oh, God. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, it's called Call My Bluff. Um, this is it's a pretty straightforward game uh this time i've chosen to do obscure definitions so i'm going to give you a word and then i'm going to give you two definitions one of those definitions is the real definition for the word mm-hmm. and the other one is a definition i made up okay. so, this reminds me on one of my favorite uh podcasts they do a um they read three synopses of Lifetime Christmas movies, and they, you have to figure out which one is the real one. <laughs> There's some weird shit on Lifetime and Hallmark, man. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Did you all hear about... Uh, uh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> let's, just, let's just keep going. Keep it rolling. Yep. Pass. <laughs> so these are also all words that I got off of the... Um, a recommended list of words to learn for. God, I don't drink that much, and I drank a lot yesterday. Uh, oh, I'm not. I'm not used so to this. Funny. I forgot what like a real solid hangover can do to you. God. All right. Oh. Connor, what are you doing over there, bud? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, oh, God. God. Uh, <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> All right. So uh, this list of words that I've picked for us today come from a selection of recommended words to learn for the GRE, which is like the SAT for getting into grad school. Yeah. Um, GRE's fucking intense. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. It's, it's a very hard test. <laughs> yeah. These are five words that I thought were interesting, and I didn't necessarily know what they were before i started so i'm hoping you won't either cool (laughs) so uh this first one i think is a word that we'll all recognize but i'm not sure uh, any of us can super define and that's prodigal and the two potential definitions for prodigal are spending money or resources freely and recklessly wastefully uh, extravagant or two having been away for an extended period of time um, Connor's going two. Noel's going two. Fuck it, I'll go one. Re- are you guessing real answer or fake answer? Oh, real. Uh, number two is real. Yeah. Number I'm two gonna, is real. I thought I'm we were gonna, supposed I'm to gonna pick go. The... Yeah. Okay. Pick the real one. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with them. Connor sounds confident. Okay. He answered fast. All right, you're all wrong. 
What? God damn it. What? <laughs> so, so the phrase damn the prodigal son has returned is like nothing? It's, it well, just means the, that fucking fancy ass bitch is back Yeah, again. no, the, the story of the prodigal son is about the son who takes his inheritance before his uh, father dies and goes out and spends it in parties and then finally comes back and he's like, I'm broke, dad. Like, and they're yeah, like, but he comes so back. the exact, like the, uh. the wealthy spending son is returned. <laughs> I don't okay. care. I still love you. Like I'm really glad you're dipping into my my wheelhouse here, Tom, with with words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This this next word is uh, pendant. A pedant, like as in pedantic. So, definition one is lacking depth. And definition two is to become excessively concerned with minor details or rules or with displaying academic learning two mm. i think two is real yeah i'm gonna agree i'm gonna say two. Oh man number one is so weird you get you get the two word definition but i feel like that's that's it i'm gonna go with one y'all want right. two right yeah i'm gonna go with one as the real one okay the real one is in fact a person who excessively concerned with minor details or rules and is displaying academic learning. I fucking hate games. I actually <laughs> did know that God definition. Oh man. <laughs> I was just thinking that like the the so often pedantic is attached with shallow. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, it's shallow and pedantic. So I was like, yeah, I'll give the definition for shallow and I'll give the <laughs> definition for pedantic. But it was weird. Like it it's it was it seemed too simple. As, like I thought you're like trying to trick us up by doing that and I just read it too yeah too much <sighs> fucking words man we don't need them <laughs> bring on these emojis <laughs> emoji Number... cast coming out next week <laughs> yeah there's, already, there's a movie about it already might it's as well make an emoji <laughs> cast jeez oh, don't want to think about the fact that that happened for real it did um, oh. alright <laughs> Word, word number three is engender. And the two possible definitions are cause or give rise to is number one. And number two is to lack sexuality. You say engender, like I-N? Or E-N. E-N. Engender. Engender. Uh, I'm going I'm to I'm go with the, the one. The number yeah, I'm going to go with one. Yeah, it's number one. Y yeah, it's number one. Oh, you can. To, yeah. to cause or give rise to. Yeah. Isn't this thrilling, you guys? Very. This is, <laughs> it feels like high school. I, <laughs> I feel like it I'm ready for the GREs. It reminds me of um, the guy who does the, the New York Times crossword puzzle on the NPR puzzle show every Sunday morning. Miss Piggy? Uh, Will Short. Yeah, Will Shorts. Yeah, Will Shorts' puzzle hour. Did you say Miss Piggy? Huh? What? <laughs> he, he finally got there, you guys. I got it. I figured it out. Wait! Wow, that, that lag is insane. Yeah. <laughs> really got to update that internet connection. Yeah. But yeah. No one likes a 25-minute lag. <laughs> All right. Next word. Let's go again. Enervate. So that word is enervate. E-N-E-R-V-A-T-E. So the two options, definition one is to kill by the removal of intestines, or two, to cause someone to feel drained of energy or vitality. Uh, I'm feeling number Ooh. two. 
I don't think this is a uh, pseudon, not synonym for disembowel. How do, how's the word spelled again? It is spelled uh, E-N-E-R-V-A-T-E. Oh, E-N. Okay. I'm going to go with not disembowel also. What's the country two, of origin? Number two. This is Trevor, not a did spelling you ask for the me, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, if it was I, I think I would have gone different. But I was oh. thinking of having a game that was just a spelling bee. Oh, I, I, no, I'm Trevor, all, I'd be all about that, 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 dude. That's already a thing. Be all words. about that. No more words. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have won quite a few spelling bees in my day. What? Now, if you yeah. did a geography bee, I swept that from 7th to 11th grade. What if I did a... Bumblebee B. <laughs> name uh, this bee Bumblebee. Oh, that's Greg. A, a bee? <laughs> <laughs> nope. I named him Harold. That one's Franklin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, wait. No. No, you were right. That was Craig. That was Craig. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, all, they, they, they all look they, the same to me. <laughs> they all look the same. <laughs> be racist against Bumblebees. <laughs> Could be uh, a bee movie B. Yeah. <laughs> that one's Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> you like jazz? <laughs> that, was a, that was a line from the movie. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, how many more of these do you have, Tom? One more after this. Okay. I'm gonna disagree with Connor and Noel. So whatever they didn't say, I'm just gonna. You're go gonna with that. go with to kill by the removal of intestines? Yeah. 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 All right. Well, you're wrong. Hey! Fuck. Damn it. <laughs> Shit. It is to cause someone to feel drained of energy or vitality to weaken. I'm a winning boy. All right. Last one is prevaricate. So. <laughs> kind of looks way but, too excited. <laughs> I know this word. This one is this is Damn the it. one that I think I came up with the best fake definition of these. So. Well, I I'm sure hoping... as I wouldn't give it to pedantic. <laughs> <laughs> Lack uh, of depth, my ass. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> That's not what yeah, it means. Yeah. <laughs> the, the two definitions are, number one, to declare something to be true or genuine, or to speak or act in an, an evasive way. What was the word again? Prevaricate. And what was the definitions again? I completely saw. <laughs> so prevaricate, P-R-E-V-A-R-I-C-A-T-E. Definition one, to declare something to be true or genuine. Definition two, to speak or act in an evasive way. Okay. And right That's now, great. before before y'all guess, Connor has three points. Yeah. Trevor has two and Noel has two. I'm going to disagree with Connor. I haven't said anything yet. <laughs> gamesmanship. Just gamesmanship, Mike. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm going last. I'm going to go with number one. Unless Connor says one, then I'm going to change it. <laughs> I'm going to go with one as well. I'm going to go with number two. I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to stick with number one then. <laughs> All right. It is, in fact, number two. Uh, that was Connor a good one. Game. Damn it. Uh, God, I hate, I hate words so much. Words are fun. Words are 
No, because then I, I read into it like, yeah. like you would with words, and, and you get the ver, and I was like, yeah, that's Spanish for true. And then I go with one, and then it's not one. <laughs> well, the spelling uh, of it was V-E-R-I-C, yeah. like vera. But that's the prefix for the, the Spanish word for true, verdad. Did you learn nothing in Miss Fitzgerald's <laughs> Spanish class? I did not. I learned yeah. that, like, three Fitzbucks could earn you, like, a, a fucking pencil eraser or something. Yeah, what? I also learned that shoes are greater than equal to purses, Purse. but that's it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I still have that notebook. <laughs> with, it, with that in it. That's yeah. The thing that's <laughs> so I came up with this game when I was like, oh, man, there's some some interesting words that are coming up as part of this election coverage that have, like, multiple meanings. And then I was like, well, that's no fun. I'll do other words that have multiple meanings. And then I was like, oh, what's a good list of words? And I feel like it's just, like, that game just, like, degraded without me realizing it from, like, <laughs> fun and creative to just, like, studying. <laughs> and as I was going through it, I was like, fuck, I don't have another option. This is what I've got. This is, this is what I'm dealing of, with. Um, had the same issue with mine, so that's why I kind of... I was doing the weight question. I was like, man people weigh different on different planets so i just like <laughs> sort of funneled that in as like a weird yeah. sort of audible that did do it it did it did. Ah. It did i'm shocked that jupiter is only like three times the gravity yeah i thought it was like 12 times yeah I thought it was way more yeah i mean i'm not a, an astrophysicist so there might be some reason what i ain't that. no astronomer <laughs> yeah i didn't know that i thought you were an astrophysicist yeah, sure. I mean, I was. I'm gonna change the whole branding for this podcast now. Oh, I, right. mean, I thought I the whole point was that you were gonna get Neil deGrasse Tyson on here. Yeah, seriously. No, that's You're the that's the Neil. That's the Wonder Woman. I'm trying to get Eugene Merman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. By the way, Eugene, if you're listening, just give us an email, please. <laughs> at hello at the never. Yeah. Hello. Well, should we uh should we get to some some fake ads? Yeah, let's let's do some fake ads. Yeah. Today's episode of The Never Games has been brought to you by Filbert and Sons Fine Pine Boxes. If you've be ever been kept in a pine box uh, under a bed for a week, you've wished it was a Filbert and Sons. Made from the finest pine and sanded to a luxuriously smooth finish that will leave any captive knowing how much you care. Head on over to their website and use the promo code NEVER. NEVER EVER. <laughs> And get 15% off your first <laughs> pine box today. Uh, this week's episode of The Never Games is brought to you by Sobriety. Uh, most of the time it's real boring. Sometimes it's super painful. And sometimes <laughs> still, it makes you forget every word you learned when you were five years old. Uh, sobriety, try it sometime. Or don't. We live in a hellscape. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, today's episode is brought to you by dorks. I used to hang around with the rappers at the root of the scene. It meant a lot to feel the fugitive community breathe. Oh, Maybe God. to sentimentalize is to be truly naive. I know some shit about your heroes that you wouldn't believe. I think we're all a bunch of weirdos on a quest to belong. The songs, the songs are echo, echo, ah, fuck. It's <laughs> 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 dorks by Aesop Rock. The, uh, today's episode is brought to you by Sea Ice Vodka. Whenever you're pushing pennies and you still want to feel numb to the uh, everything, every fucking thing, the all of it, um, even when it's not a a massively embarrassing raging election, um, Sea Ice Vodka. It 
That sucks. Put it in your mouth. <laughs> so, so bad. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And with that, uh, we just want to thank you all for listening. Hey, you know, if you, if you enjoyed this week or any other week of the Never Games, why don't you go ahead and tell your friends? Better yet, you can give us a like, a follow, a subscribe. But you can find us anywhere that you find podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We also have a Facebook, Insta, Twitter, Spotify. Give us a listen. Give us a like. It really helps us out a whole bunch. And we also have a Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash the never games. And you can subscribe to any of our tiers. They go from three all the way up to $200 where Tom will draw a picture of you. And, uh, you know, we, we take that money and we use it to buy sea vodka. Uh, yeah. No, sea ice. Sea ice. We take sea that money. Sea vodka is just salty vodka. I'm taking it again. I'm taking it again. <laughs> we use that money to get sober. We. <laughs> <laughs> More importantly. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We're done. <laughs> we have an email. It's hello at thenevergames.com. We would really love to hear from you. Um, whether you have, any, have a game idea or a game that you made uh, yourself in full. Uh, we would love to help out and play it on the, I was going to say on the air, on the podcast. Um, also, if you just have anything else, questions, comments, recipes to share, or if you're Eugene Merman, or you just want to say hello, uh, yeah, just give us an email at hello at thenevergames.com. And what you may have noticed from that was that uh, there's a there's a thing after the hello. It's thenevergames.com. That's our website. You can head over there if you're interested to find all of our episodes and take some time to comment on those episodes, engage with other fans, and see what they have to say. You can find everything that we've talked about on the Multimedia Minute if you want to check out some sweet raps that Trevor is not doing himself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as well as uh, get in contact with other fans and read our About Us page, because sometimes you just really want to know on a cold night what's Connor like to make for dinner. Uh, <laughs> we've also got all of our scoreboards and stats up for you to crunch them numbers. The music for today's episode was uh, performed by Trevor and Noel under the band name Good Dammit. Uh, Noel plays the drums and Trevor plays the everything else. Thank you for joining us once again uh, for another uh, fun and entertaining episode of The Never Games. We hope we could distract you at least a little bit from the insanely tense week that we are having right now, but it, it's going to get better, folks. Just stick with us. My name is has been and will always be Noel McGinnis. I am Trevor Kelly, at least for now. My name is Tom O'Brien, as far as you know. I am Connor Provost. Good night, sweethearts. And this has been the Never Games. Do we play games? Almost never. never. That Max still sucks, man. It's been a Sticker Box Studios production. I can't wait to go to sleep. I'm not, but y'all are. <laughs> <laughs>